0: She came from the free music generation, Percy. Yeah. So, uh, Oh, you're a Napster gonna, person. Yeah, she's not
1: going to pay Napster. for anything. You're, you're a child of Napster.
2: I don't, Napster I don't explore far... much beyond Netflix.
1: I am forevermore going to call you Nappy. <laughs> That's your new name. We're going to change your YouTube channel name. It's It's Miss Nappy. <laughs> Get you some followers for sure. That's right. Yeah. The
0: <laughs> None of them are going to come there for motorcycle content. I was going to say I
2: might get the wrong kind of attention with that. Well,
3: if your I name is you, Nappy, you don't want to sit out on a velcro chair.
1: But if it helps you monetize, <laughs> is it really the wrong type of stuff?
4: Right? It's
0: all about the
1: money. I've I'm tempted to wear a nappy and, and to to get some more views and get the monetization. <laughs>
0: if up. you uh, if you change your name to uh, to to marvelous nappy you're likely to get a lot of uh, a lot of people like they say are hiding in my closet so
1: no you got that wrong it's marvelous it's the marvelous nappy
5: if kim if was here
1: she would say it right that's right she, she would, would and she'd flip her hair in her head it. Yeah. marvelous marvelous dear oh right well, you know what
0: happened i i i pimp slapped that bitch she's not around here anymore oh, <laughs>
5: We'll, we'll, we'll tell her thank you for not standing up on the podcast and showing us the the Kim Copter.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Who in the hell are you all talking about?
0: <laughs> Kim Moto what did I miss? The
1: boa lady, Kim. You Moa were here. You were Moto. here
0: last week, Tony. Kim Moto, uh, you met her. Uh, Halloween episode.
2: <laughs> oh. He's still blind. He's wow. still blind, man. <laughs> I think there's something other than the internet that's broken for you today, Tony. It was was Queef Moto 22 is what we're talking (laughs) about. There you go. There you go.
5: Welcome back to the Five Dirty Bikers Podcast. Brought to you by Memphis Shades, the clear choice for bearings and windshields for your motorcycle. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to the show, everybody. Welcome back to 5 Bikers podcast. Today, we're going to be shitting around, talking around. Shitting around. Did
1: you say shitting around,
5: dude? I think he did say shitting around. I think he did, too. The way my stomach felt this morning, yes. Take five. (laughs) Take (laughs) five. Take five. Anywho, welcome back to the show. We have a guest on today having a little tryout. Wanna introduce you to Brittany. She was at FDBM. She goes by Marvelous Maverick on social media and our Discord,
1: which is Fucking free, man.
5: Fucking free. It's
1: free. Far out. Sure. Brittany Brittany. I'm also calling her nappy, just so you guys know. <laughs> nappy.
4: For nappy. Marvelous Marvelous
3: <laughs> Actually, on this podcast, the
0: Marvelous Merkin's probably a better fit. <laughs> Just so you know, to give you some context, Brittany, uh, um, we sent your email to the group text and then Tony said, Marvelous Merkin question mark, and I said, and so it begins. Oh no. There you go. All
2: kinds of great nicknames. I'm I'm coming up.
0: There there there,
1: there will be
3: more. There will Mm -hmm. be more (laughs) as the night progresses. So Marvelous Merkin, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Uh, wow, I don't even know where to start. So Is it um, that
3: is it that that complicated? It
2: is. It's very complicated. <laughs> <laughs> so um I am originally from Nebraska, just moved to Kentucky two years Where's ago. Where's Braska? Braska is in the smack dab middle of the US.
0: Nebraska. Nebraska. Not Braska. Nebraska. Nebraska. Oh, okay. You need okay, to turn up okay. your miracle air. Dude, I'm <laughs> <off that stuff. laughs> fuck you
3: fuck you and fuck
4: you
2: i know it's uh it's flat there there's a lot of corn not a lot of people like to visit but it is a nice state i'm just saying um i, I you <laughs> you'll just have to you've been through it i know i know uh ryan has
4: mm-hmm.
2: lots of corn but um so uh, I started riding motorcycles actually right before I moved to Kentucky. Um, so I've got about two years under my belt. Um, and I don't know, just got hooked. What do you Here ride? I, I ride a 1200 Sportster.
1: Nice. What year?
2: Yeah. Uh, it is a 2015. And it's actually the uh, T model. So it came with the windshield and the saddlebags. Nice. I'm pretty sure they only made those for like a couple of years.
4: Yeah, I don't don't think you're know. right. Yeah, and
1: are think. you are you like Tony? You put like a hundred miles on every two months, or do you
3: she ride a rides lot?
2: the mm, shit out of it. I ride pipe. it more than Tony, but not as much as probably the rest of you guys. I thought huh. I rode a lot, and then Jared, like every time that Jared will come here, or I would go and visit him before he moved, he'd tell me he'd just like hop on his and go for like I don't know. He rides his more than mine, so I need to step it up.
1: What does Jared have?
2: He has a two thousand eighteen Road King special.
1: Oh well shit. He's cheating, man. I know. (laughs) I ride a Road King and I'm a big (laughs) pussy. (laughs) (laughs)
4: I'll
1: make my girlfriend ride three hundred miles on a sportster.
2: (laughs) I did take a I did my first motorcycle trip this summer and we went down to Nashville and I rode Um, we, we rode our bikes down there, did a motorcycle vacation, did the tail of dragon. Um, I don't, that's, that's all we, I rode my motorcycle for a week straight, which I had never done before. And it was fantastic. How is it
0: sporty on a road trip? Did you, did you trailer trailer or did you ride from home all the way? Do you, the whole road trip was on your bike?
2: Yep.
3: Good job on a sporty. That's a feat.
1: Hey, I she, rides, a, she rides hard, man. I saw her, you know, when we were riding in Kentucky, she was getting on it. <laughs> I didn't
2: want to let anybody down. So I really <laughs> pushed myself. But well, she hung
5: with the best of them. Britt, you done the dragon too.
2: Yeah, I did. And I was kind of nervous um, leading up to it because I, I guess on social media. So let me tell you something about female bikers. What I've seen from the social media groups that I've joined is that we tend to be a lot more cautious and, like, freaked out by things. So I would see all of these comments about the Tale of Dragon being this, like, horrific experience and just totally unfun because it's just curves nonstop. And Jared was like, no, man, you're a great writer. You're going to be fine. We need to do it. So I was like, all right, I'm in. I'm all in. We're doing this.
1: So let me let me ask you a question. We've already we've already established that your boyfriend has a, a couch. He puts you <laughs> on a sports Did he put you up front on the dragon and make you lead the way so he could follow? And he Chinese? did not.
2: He didn't put me up front. He actually just lets me ride up front so that I don't have to worry about trying to keep up with him.
1: That's good. And Jared's going to hate me so. probably by the end of this podcast. It's okay, <laughs> Jared. I love you. I'm just you know,
2: just
5: throwing shit out. So when you're when you take somebody out for a ride like that. Is it more common to have them ride right in front? Cause I haven't heard that. Maybe that's, is that the
1: way it is? Or should well, you have I usually, follow? I usually make Walter go first Volts go first. So I can see if he makes any mistakes. I don't make them. So I was thinking maybe. I see
2: Percy's
3: fucking can strategy now. Can you edit lead that the out, back? Please? Fuck you. You <laughs> lead the
2: back. He, um, So to be honest, like Jared, Jared is the one that encouraged me to get my own motorcycles. When I first started riding as a passenger, I, I was kind of like, I don't know, I'm just going to get my endorsement so that if I need to get on a bike, I can. And then that quickly went from signing up for a safety class to buying a motorcycle before I even took the riding class and got my endorsement (laughs) and, uh, ever ever since then, like he's, he's amazingly supportive when it comes to riding. He's always just whatever I needed to feel comfortable so that I would be safe on my bike. He just goes with it. So, um, he suffers through riding slowly behind me so that I can feel comfortable.
0: Now, hold on a second. So So you just said he suffers through riding slowly behind you, except (sighs) we've all ridden with you. All four
1: of us have ridden
0: with you
3: before. You kind of haul ass.
0: Yeah, and you're Thanks. not riding you're You need to
4: tell slowly. him that.
1: Hey, did, did Brian, had, did you ever think that maybe for with him, she does that on purpose? With maybe. us, she was hanging out and having fun. She <laughs> right. just rides slow in front of him to piss his ass off because he's on a road she, king.
0: Maybe she doesn't want to emasculate him because maybe she can really ride the piss out of her bike and That's she doesn't want to... She doesn't want to make him. That's, that's true. <laughs> Boy,
3: she's going to be single after this,
0: dude. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's going to be like, no, no, you're not joining that podcast. These guys are assholes. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want you
1: hanging out with those guys. Right.
0: Let's let's quantify this. We have they're, three they're nice not, guys. They're not good for our, our
1: relationship.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so, Brittany, how old are you?
2: I, I will be 33 in February.
1: OK, it totally blows me away. I'm shy of
2: 33.
5: Now, combining your time in Braska and now your time you spent in Kentucky, have you, have you been riding with any other female riders or have met any?
2: Honestly, no. It's really tricky to meet other riders. Um, I don't have – honestly, I have, like, no motorcycle friends whatsoever. I've joined some groups here to try to connect with people, uh, but I guess it just hasn't gone anywhere, weirdly enough.
1: What kind of groups have you joined to try to connect with people?
2: There is.
3: Brian didn't recommend them, did he?
2: <laughs> no, no. <Okay>. This, was...
4: <laughs> this was actually
2: before I started listening to y'all's podcast. Um, so I had I went on a ride um, to Howard's Creek just by myself and met a, a few people down there. And they told me about a Facebook group called We Ride Kentucky, I think is what it's called. And so, like, different people can post on there if they want to meet up or if they have events or whatever. But I've tried to ride with Tony I don't know how many times, but we all know how he is. So.
3: Yes. Oh. God God. Damn, I'm <laughs> catching flack over here.
0: <laughs> well, you have to make sure you catch him on a day when he's not busy. He's not smoking his meat. He's yeah. uh, <laughs> got perfect, perfect weather. Uh, his bike is clean. I mean, you know, my bike. My bike is spotless. <laughs> I bet it is. It, it's back. It's back. It's back. He, little do we know. The reason why he hasn't been riding is because he stripped it down to the frame and he cleaned <laughs> every piece and part
1: with Q-tips. Back yeah, with he Q-tips, was cleaning right? with Q-tips. Yeah. It had
0: to be clean. He 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 probably took the uh, took a sandblaster to the inside of his fenders and had them repainted. That fucking concrete.
3: Oh. That was just.
4: <laughs>
5: god
3: damn it (laughs)
1: you always have the concrete
0: i
4: wish i could i
5: wish i could have got there a day before i went on that ride because i probably would have wrecked i don't wish (laughs) on that but Oh my god! Uh, I dude. wish
1: I would have turned the camera on about thirty seconds earlier as that truck was approaching and turned the water on. That was uh, that was the funny <laughs> moment when shit ch- starts shooting out like twenty feet on either side of the truck.
4: Like, <laughs> what,
0: the, what the fuck is this? I was I was behind both of them and I go that truck's coming right at us because we still on our you know we're all connected and Percy's like I know and he's just laughing because Tony's in front of him. He's like I know it's coming right at us. I know it's. Like, <laughs> like on Twister, it's coming right for us. are yeah. waiting,
1: waiting wait for the cow to go flying by. <laughs> he just, yeah,
0: he's just laughing. He's like, I know it's coming right at us. I know. <laughs> Tony's like, Tony looks over and he goes, "Motherfucker, he's not going to stop. He's not going to stop." <laughs>
4: Oh my
3: God! Such a
1: great, such a great weekend. I'm like five, I was riding eight.
3: down the road like a savage dude with all that <laughs> shit over my bike. I mean, it was awful.
0: Uh, oh God! <laughs> the oh, funniest, funniest thing that's ever happened. Just... <laughs> oh,
5: Tony was bending his body in ways you never imagined. <laughs> trying to look at his, <laughs> a nerd. And...
0: I promise. I promise you, though. You guys, did, you, you guys were all there. For the best line of the weekend, and I think something that's <laughs> going to live down in infamy, is when we pulled up after <clears throat> for the Sunday ride, and we were all underneath the tent, and Tony goes, I don't give a shit. You guys can quit me. You guys can kick me out of the podcast. Fuck you all. I'm going
4: home. This <laughs> is fucking ridiculous.
0: This is fucking ridiculous. Look at my pants. I'm, I'm all wet. It's raining outside. My bike's all dirty again. Fuck you guys. I'm going home.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm going home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, fuck uh, you, motherfuckers. Oh,
3: me and Ryan pulled out of my driveway, and we weren't a half a mile down the road. And it started raining
4: yeah
3: i was like i know
4: i rode through it
0: (laughs) and and, and, it feels like it's not raining here at all it's not raining here at all (laughs) i'll tell
3: you what the fenders on the street bob are for show
1: (laughs) because they're fucking (laughs) worthless
0: we pull up to an intersection and tony goes tony goes are you dry and i was dry i mean i had like
1: that's a personal question
0: (laughs) i had a little bit of i had a little bit of uh water on my kneecaps and Tony's literally pat legs are just <laughs> dripping with water at the bottom of my shoes. <laughs> it's like pants weighing like 10 pounds. Because yeah, I'm the, fucking soaked.
3: <laughs> the fenders on the street, Bob, are for show. They're absolutely worthless.
0: They do not. Oh, show. They were.
5: So, Brett, thank you for coming to the event. We really appreciate it. What What was your overall impression of the whole weekend? What did you think?
2: It was super awesome. Actually, I was like on this motorcycle high for the entire weekend. I got home. So Sunday after the group ride, I had um, was supposed to get together with some friends and like the whole time I was just distracted because I just wanted to go back to the event. I felt like a terrible friend.
1: (laughs) Or did you just realize they weren't your true friends (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> you're like right, you're like it's... I've made some new friends. You yes. all are lame. I don't need yeah. you guys. Just go away. <laughs> you all are lame. I don't want to hang around you all. I'm <laughs> talking about recipes. I want to go ride a motorcycle. Yeah.
1: <laughs> bitches, bitches.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: I don't want to make TikToks.
0: Brittany, what did you what did you learn about being an adult when you were at uh, FDBM? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm not, not an adult yet.
0: You're not an adult yet. What is what makes an <laughs> no. adult?
2: What makes you an adult is if you've shit yourself in public. And I've learned that many of you have, which was very surprising. I'm going to gonna say,
3: if that's what I makes you I an adult, I've right. done it like 10 times over.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you. He's like, really? Is this no. A thing? <laughs> no, no, no.
5: Tony's an adult general.
0: <laughs> hey, let me tell you what, man. You
3: can get a runaway fart and your whole day changes.
2: <laughs> yeah, it would. It would really change it. Yes, your whole
3: day changes. So you're, you get a whole new perspective on life.
5: I've been, told, I've been told at work if I shit my pants at work, I'm fired. <laughs> Straight up. Why, why would someone say that to you? Yeah, why does it
2: come
5: up? It's a joke. I well, shit my pants on purpose. Something, something, <laughs> something happened at work a handful of years ago.
3: Did you shit your pants? Uh, was uh-huh. <laughs>
5: what, wasn't me? It wasn't me. It's,
3: it's, sounds like somebody slung some mud somewhere. Sounds <laughs> like something happened.
0: Yeah, <laughs> if you shit your pants at work, you're Be like, oh, you better fire me right now. You better fire me right now.
5: <laughs> I'll tell you this: I do have a new patent, newfound respect for the maintenance department where I work. Oh <laughs> <Lord, laughs> no, uh,
1: no. Okay, we can change subjects now. That's uh, <laughs> we, don't, we don't need to go there, Dustin.
5: You thought Tony's bike looked bad? <laughs> uh,
4: that's
1: a that's a pretty shitty deal to talk about. <laughs>
4: mm.
0: Okay, so we have. talked on many occasions, Brittany, about, you know, what, what you can do to bring new motorcyclists into the fray, you know, how you can, um, how we can build the motorcycling community. Tell us, give us your opinion on what you think motorcycling, maybe the motor company, um, or, or motorcycle companies in general, or community should be doing to bring younger riders or younger female riders into, into riding.
2: Well, for starters, I think one of the biggest hurdles is actually cost, Um, because I know for me, I I wasn't looking at getting a motorcycle um, before my 30s, but if I had been, there's absolutely no way that I could have afforded it. Um, Even just getting my first bike, I got a hellacious deal on my Sportster, Um, but if it wasn't that cheap, I probably wouldn't have one today. I'd have to, you know what I mean, be looking into other options. Um, so that would be a big one. Now, to be fair, I do, I I know Harley and like some of those brands can be a lot more expensive, but I I think it just depends on, you know, if you want to get people in there, then you've got to have a a motorcycle that's going to fit their needs and not cost too much. The other thing I would say too, is like, I don't know how to word it other than to say, is just to reach out to younger people. Um, and, my experience might be different because I'm female, but whenever I've gone into dealerships and actually looked at bikes, there's a lot of places that won't even, like, approach me at all, um, especially if I'm by myself. If I'm with Jared, they'll just go up to him and talk to him right off the bat, but um, I've gone in with a couple of uh, female friends of mine that are younger than me, and, and nobody came up and talked to us at all, so that would be, <laughs> those would be the two big things from my perspective.
1: It's, it's yeah. cultural, yeah, but it's a cultural thing, right? I mean, you can't, you can't yeah. ignore it. it. doesn't exist. It's uh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah.
2: I don't want to turn it into that since I know we're, we're talking about from like younger pers- perspective. Well, but, too, I,
1: but I, but I think it's, but I think it's a valid, uh, it's a valid thing that you brought up and it's, it's important. I think that to get to talk about that and get that out that, you know, that stuff does still go on today.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, cause like, I mean, if I, like if Jared and I walked into a store and we weren't together, Um, you know, we're both say like 25, I guarantee you that the salesperson is going to immediately go up to him and just start like, Hey man, you know, let's get you over here and let's get you buying this, but they're not going to come up to me and do the same thing. So
1: have you, have you thought about putting a leash on him and walking in together with that might, (laughs)
2: uh, that might send
1: a signal that they should come talk to you, right?
0: I probably should. (laughs) This is what what I think they should do. I think Harley Davidson should, should implement what I would call the Victoria's Secret training program. <laughs> Seriously, no, this is I, truly this. I'm. I, I, this is not a joke. I mean, it's going to sound like one, but it's not a joke. I want to know why you I even think, know this. Just listen. Hey, I've been married for 25 years. If you think I've not been in a Victoria's Secrets, you're wrong.
1: <laughs> the he's, set, he's, setting the, he's setting. no, the listen,
0: <clears> listen. No, this is this is I, I think this is legitimate. What they need to do is they need to take every male salesman. And make them do the round walk through a Victoria's Secret store and see how long it takes oh, for one good. of the sales ladies to walk up to them and ask them how they can help them, right? Because you're not in there to buy lingerie for yourself, right? And you obviously, it's it, maybe you are. Kim Moto probably would be. <laughs> right? I was going to say, Ryan. Right. Well, you know, maybe. She, like, she likes like, some lacy well, listen. and racy. <laughs> but this is the thing. <laughs> If you if you took that model, that business model, to see how long it took a female employee in a female store to walk up to a male and ask them what how they could help them, the, the Harley salesman could really benefit by doing the same thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Walk right up to any female that's in there. Don't assume they're here to buy clothes and ask them what they ride or what they what bike they want to look at. I mean, just walk right up to the first girl that they see and say, what bike do you ride and what bike can I show you? Right. You're going to gain a a ton of respect by just walking right up to a girl and assuming they're a rider rather than assuming they're there to buy something with flair on it. Yep. You know, I think I just you know, and I think if they took every single Harley salesman and put them in and made them do a walk around a Victoria's Secret store,
1: they might learn a lesson.
0: I mean, that that
1: won't work because they usually come over and ask me like right off the bat. But that's, but your, but, but your the problem. Point, your point's see. taken, and I think really the deal is that we—it's um, it, really about getting the salespeople to understand that a customer is a customer,
2: right? Absolutely, right. It's—it's yeah. it's
1: not. It has nothing to do with gender oh, yeah. or, or anything. Even else. if it's,
2: you, you know. were, yeah. Even if you were a 25-year-old man, I mean, if you yeah. came in there and if they treat you like you're not going to be a customer, like you're not going to buy something, then they aren't going to.
1: Yeah, and it's not it's not just women i mean i remember it's i mean it's not just harley you know mm-hmm. i I've walked into power sports when i was looking to get back they're on the, the bike. biggest
3: bunch of cocksuckers ever <laughs> they, are, they are they yeah. are
1: but i was looking at over at the, at the ducatis and i could not get anyone to come over and talk to me yeah at all at all
3: no they don't they you know? don't help you in there man
1: they don't yeah. even want you sitting on the bikes but you would think they don't someone, someone, someone's getting on a Ducati, you know, you might want to run over and talk to that person. Yeah. I mean, those aren't those aren't cheap bikes, right? Yeah, I, I mean, all money spends the same. Yeah. It
3: sure does. But I, what you said too with price, when I mean, you got to think, and I don't know about you guys, but when I was in my 20s, I was fucking broke as a joke. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yep. And yeah, dropping I, 10, 15 grand on a bike was
1: not a well, car. But see, but why, Shoot, my but car why, was why would you that. do that? Why would why would someone do that? I think this that's part of the problem too with motorcycles is everybody mm. looks at like, oh, I've got to have that motorcycle. No you don't. Eventually maybe you do. But get something cheap, something small you can afford now, flip it in a couple of years and you know and and move up. And we've all kind of done that I think here, right? Cuz I know mm-hmm. Dustin you started yeah. out on a sporty.
2: Mm-hmm. Tony
1: I mean, you've had, All like, a gazillion bikes, but you started out on smaller bikes. Fuck. Ryan definitely did.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, and one thing, yeah. too, um, if people haven't been exposed to it, so, like, my boyfriend's from a very, very small town, so that's just, like, one thing that they did is they were just around dirt bikes and four, uh, four-wheelers and stuff. But, like, I'm from the city, so if there's a lot of people that are in the city and they just haven't been around it, they probably have that... Uh, fear that they're not going to enjoy it. It's not going to be worth the money. So there's getting getting, getting them on a smaller one. Yeah. <laughs> there's two.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's two. <laughs>
0: two cities.
4: But,
2: but yeah, I think
1: starting out small and I yeah. mean I even did that with cars. I didn't you know, I didn't get my dream car. You know, my first probably five cars weren't anywhere close to being my dream car, but eventually I worked up to it, you know. It's the same thing yeah. with bikes.
2: Oh yeah. That's I've got a couple of girlfriends that uh they uh once I started my Instagram page, um, they kept telling me, oh, my gosh, like you're really making me want to get a motorcycle. Um, So one of them, I helped her get signed up for her safety class. And then I gave her pointers on like going and looking for bikes. And I, I told her the same thing. I was like, if you're not sure, don't spend a bunch of money on something. Get something yeah. used, get something small, make sure you like it and try it out for a while and then go from there.
1: Well, it's and, about building up skills too, so, right? It's not yeah. just affording it, but but building up skills responsibly.
0: And I think yeah. I think Dustin hit on something that <clears throat> I don't think is done enough, right? Which is a salesman is supposed to sell, right? <clears throat> I've gone into I, I've honestly, I've gone into stores and with the intention of not buying something and been sold something by a good oh. salesperson, right? And so Dustin said it. He said it all spends the same so Brittany walks into a bike uh, or, you know, into a, into a dealership and she can't afford a brand new bike. <clears throat> she goes in there and she's looking around and the salesman's feeling her out. And she finally says, you know, this is a little bit out of my price range. The salesman should look right at her at that point and say, Hey, let's take you over to our used bike section if and the show you what we have feeling, over there.
3: feeling somebody out, that you can catch a charge.
0: <laughs> yeah. I didn't say feeling somebody up. I said feeling somebody out. Well, you said so feeling I, them out. You could catch a charge right. for that. You can catch a charge for feeling them up. I I don't know about feeling them out.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you
1: know the the there's a problem though coming, and it's it's already here, right? And that the that that situation can I afford a bike is about to get even worse. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. With the inflation coming in, and we've already, I'm sure we've all heard the 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 rumors already leaking about pricing on Harleys next year. Um. Yeah, I think that's going to be a. A much more difficult thing than it has been in the past well and i think in 15 years
0: and i think we we see it in the job market right now and this is and i'm not going to pick on you britney but i'm just going to make an observation is that <clears throat> and and, that, and i think you're probably an exception to the rule <clears throat> which is a lot of people in your generation are just getting their feet on the ground when they're your age right mm-hmm. and when yep. we were kids 18 you were off your parents insurance and so you better have a job or be going to school. And and you're hitting the job. We were hitting the job market at 22, 23 years old. You know, that I was when flicked, we were hitting the I job market. I got flicked
3: off the teat early. Right. About 18, 19. <laughs> it, right. I was right. Off. <laughs> Milk's bad. Milk's gone right. bad. <laughs> it's gone
0: bad. <laughs> so, I mean, better figure it out. Oh my you God. know, the, the the gener the, the young you know the younger generation millennial generation is not hitting the job market until their late twenties early thirties you're just yeah. getting started you're not established so you're not when you're just getting started you're not going out and buying a twenty thousand dollar motorcycle right oh heck no because you just got your first full time job you just got health insurance because you just got off your parents insurance and I'm not, I'm, just, I'm not saying you as in you I'm just saying that's you know very often what you're seeing. Right. And so there's no way they're going to go out and buy, you know, a $20,000 motorcycle. But I think that too many, too often oftentimes, like, like Percy said, it's that pie in the sky thing. You walk in and you think you need the brand new bike when really what you should be doing is buying your neighbor's piece of shit Honda that they have sitting right. in their garage that they haven't been riding right? and ride the piss yeah. out of that bike to find out that you love it. Right. And yeah. then yeah. make the commitment to getting a bike and step yourself up into what you want to be riding.
4: Hmm. Look at the. Wow, wisdom
1: that was some Ryan. profound stuff, man.
0: That <laughs> look, look at the brain on this guy. Look at the wisdom <laughs> of Ryan. Welcome to Kim Moto
1: was not even, not even close to being as smart as you are, Ryan. I, I
0: appreciate it. Appreciate <laughs> she, she was just here to party. She, she must be at, the dumb
1: sibling, right?
0: Yeah. She likes <laughs> to party, you know? You know, beer, beer down the throat, legs up in the air. I'll tell, you, I'll, I'll tell you something
3: about Queef Moto 22.
4: That's a huge bitch.
0: That's <laughs> true. Jeez. It's all true. <laughs> so you, you so you mentioned you mentioned money uh, as a as a roadblock. What would be what would be another roadblock that you saw? Because you said you don't have any motorcycle friends and you're already helping try or at least trying to help other girls that are, that are interested or women that are interested in riding and you're trying to help them. Yeah. What should, what should the layperson be doing to try to bring more women riders in?
2: You know what? I feel like I should have a good answer for that, but honestly I don't because I haven't 100% figured it out for myself yet. It's hard to answer too, from like the female perspective, because people just assume that I'm not going to be the rider and I'm just going to be a passenger. So like a big step, honestly, for females would be stop doing that. And then once you once you start, uh, like acting like I can be a writer, then just start talking to me about it, you know, and inviting me to things. Those would be big ones. Um, I'm pretty outgoing in that sense. I have a really strong drive, so um, I've just been reaching out and. I love riding enough that I'm just going to go and do it, even if I don't have anybody to ride with. Um, and that honestly might be a really big thing. A really big takeaway for people is just because you don't know people doesn't mean that you can't do it on your own. Um, you you need to be safe, but you can definitely get some skills together through the safety classes and then practice by yourself.
1: Do you guys have a Lita's chapter near you? Aren't they everywhere?
2: Uh, that's a good question. I looked... I don't know if there's Alita's one. I looked into some of those early on, and the cost was high enough at the time that I just I wasn't ready to pay to join a group and not Alita, know what the Alita's
1: benefit. charge.
2: I don't know if the Alitas do because it's been a while since I looked, but some of the groups do.
1: I thought that was all about sisterhood and stuff.
2: I'd have wow. to look that one up. Hmm. So well, if
1: you're if you're a Alita and you're in the Kentucky area and you're listening to the podcast call the mob of a snappy here and, uh, <laughs> and, let her know.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, hook I'm up. Riding.
1: So I- I'm not going to speak
0: for the other guys, but I know for myself that riding a motorcycle and being a motorcyclist is for me, not a fad or a lifestyle. It's part of who I am. And I know that I will ride until I can't ride anymore. Um, I've had enough experiences on motorcycles to know that, I know unless I was in some sort of accident that was so severe that I that I couldn't ride anymore that even an accident at this point isn't going to deter me. It's not going to stop me from riding. I, I'm going to ride until I can't ride anymore. Do you see yourself as has – has motorcycling become that enough of a, a part of you now that you feel like you're a rider now forever? Or is this – do you feel like maybe that in 10 years you're like, you know what? I've ridden all I think I'm going to ride. I think I'm out how do you feel right now about that
2: right now? I feel like I'm definitely a rider forever. Um, I can tell you that like, I, I keep comparing myself to Jared just cause he's, he's the everyday person that I see that rides, but I, I don't have as much of a need to ride as he does, but I definitely get like itchy to go out and I love going on like, like the long rides. Mm. Um, I know Ryan and I talked one time about how, For some people, you can get out on your bike and you can just go for like 20 minutes and you're good. And then for other people, you just really want to be out there experiencing it for a while. Um, I'm fortunate that here in Kentucky, that's pretty much how all of my riding is, is the ladder where I I just like pick a highway and I just go drive and I put like 100 miles on in a shot. Just like I just take a Saturday and I go riding and then I come home. And I feel like super pumped up and refreshed by the time I get back. So I don't, I don't foresee that going away. And and we're already talking about like we need land so we can have more motorcycles than just the two in the garage. Nice. <laughs>
1: so. I wish I could fit two in the garage.
2: <laughs> well. Our priorities are bikes go in the garage so that they stay nice. The cars can stay outside. It's fine. <laughs> so,
4: that, you got the wrong that, that, car that.
3: then. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave my cars out in the rain.
2: Fuck. But me. it yeah, also doesn't like blizzard here. So it's nice. Although in Nebraska, I never had a garage my whole life. I never had a garage. And I can tell you now that I have one, uh, like, it's it's definitely a necessary thing. It's cause you back. lived
1: in the big city in Nebraska. I mean, you know, we oh, don't have yeah. garages in the big city. What is the big
3: city in Nebraska? Omaha. Omaha? hmm Does so that mean Lincoln? That's where they Lincoln make the steaks. Lincoln is the capital.
2: Right? Yeah. It is. That's what you're known for. State oh, Omaha steaks. Corn.
3: Yeah. Corn.
2: And skydiving.
3: Skydiving. It's I don't even want to, to get out. I don't even want to fly. No, less jump out of a perfectly good airplane. <laughs> right, we'll right. push you
2: out. It's all right. <laughs> um, fuck that.
4: <laughs> Omaha, <laughs> Omaha is like at a, least Dustin laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Omaha is a
0: major hub, right? So it's it's like in the middle of America and uh, a major uh, every, hub of what? Everything, everything, every highway intersects in Omaha. It's in the middle of America. Does it really places a
3: geographical oddity?
0: <laughs> yeah, it is.
1: Was well, is that where we're having the next meetup?
0: No, (laughs) (laughs) it's the middle, it's the middle of America and there's nothing there. So
1: no, he's right. There's nothing there, but a monument Hmm. and it's not that impressive. Where do where do you think the next meetup should be? Let's get your perspective.
2: Oh, that's a really good question.
1: It is a good question. That's why I asked.
0: I did send an email. I did send an email today. Just so you guys know. Did I you? did send an
2: email. Oh, yes, no. I did. Very
0: nice. Very nice. To, a, almost... lo- to a potential location. Nice.
2: Um, I think it would be fun to go over um, to the Carolinas. I've not been quite that far over there.
1: It's beautiful. North Carolina what is beautiful fuck? riding. <laughs> that's <laughs> like a 2,000 mile what? ride for Ryan. Ryan's <laughs> like,
4: you're killing me. I know, I'm ass. sorry.
2: Nobody wants to go to North Dakota or South Dakota.
0: I don't want no, anybody to come true. to North Dakota either, but I don't want to ride 2,000 miles one way.
4: Well, not bigger. next, Lissy.
0: This <laughs> 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 This fucking guy. <laughs> Hey Tony, hey, ride 400 miles to a meetup. Tony, that's all I'm asking.
2: All just right, 400.
1: That, that'd take him a week and a half.
2: You know, man, that. I can make that fair. in five hours. Oh yeah, really? I, oh, I'm yeah, just. Right. Hey, listen,
0: I spent four days with Tony. I know how much. I know what he can ride and how he can ride. I bust his balls. He can ride just fine. It, <laughs> he, people make choices, and no, Tony's Tony, made a choice, can, and, you, and Tony you have to rides respect hard, it, man. He's, yeah, he's I mean <laughs> for a cement, cement all over cement all over his bike or not. He'll ride he'll ride hard. <laughs>
5: yeah, he was he was supposed to come out here, but we just couldn't make it work and the weather started turning to shit. It's three hundred miles from his door to my door. Yeah, so it would have been a good ride for you. But unfortunately it's an easy yeah.
3: one too. It's pretty
4: yeah. route, not right?
5: Sixty-four to route four. That's it. Yeah. Past the corn.
2: I think it was two hundred miles from here to Knoxville.
5: It is.
3: It's you can do it, Tony. Miles. So 174 and, miles to Knoxville.
2: How far, oh, okay,
0: Brittany, half. So story. you, how far were you riding one way every day to come to the meetup?
2: 60 uh, miles. Yeah, it's that was like, like
1: 45 miles or something, wasn't it?
2: I think it's more like 70. I'm gonna, yeah. are, or you're
3: on, are you on the, the east or west side of Lexington?
2: I'm on the west side.
3: On the west side? So yeah, it's about yeah. 60, 70 miles. Those fucking cats. Very disappointing <laughs> <Mm-mm>. this weekend. <laughs> Very disappointing this weekend.
5: It
4: was a
2: slobber knocker.
5: Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to answer some Discord questions? Uh, I guess. We got a handful. Well, thank yeah. you. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, you, I bet you Kim Moto had more than a handful. We have wow. a
1: photo of Tony getting a handful there. So. <laughs> mm. uh, it'll be on the Instagram soon. Oh my god! We can start calling you Mister Fister. Gotti, <laughs> <That's right. laughs>
5: Gotti. <he. laughs> Got <he. laughs> Discord friends, FDB's about to answer your questions. Make sure you head over to 5 micros.com and click the link on the homepage to visit our Discord and become a member.
1: <laughs> Some of the worst singing ever. It is. <laughs> Here's a question. about this.
0: We were just saying about fisting and you were complaining about the singing. Not the actual fisting. You're like, oh, fisting's horrible. Nope, it's like, oh, that singing is horrible. The fisting that sounds, is fine. The singing is horrible. That sounds terrible.
5: It sounds awful. <laughs> This question comes from John Doe, who was also at FDBM. Yes, he was. Mm -hmm. And I think he just got a Harley, too, if I'm not mistaken. He did. He did. Traded in that metric bike. (laughs) John asks, why do you think some dealerships are trying to gouge customers on bike prices and others cut deals with little to no negotiations? Hmm
1: man who fucking knows it's called business everybody runs their business a different way yeah Yeah. there's no conspiracy out there business is business
3: i mean if a dealership can get away with it just like you know some dealerships around here they don't cut deals but people still buy a shit ton of bikes so why cut deals if you don't have to if people are still buying them
5: yeah because i think right now bikes are really they're just flying off the showroom floor (laughs) So every fucking are, thing is people yeah, are paying if they
1: can find them on the floor
4: yeah.
5: yeah same way with cars you know me me and my wife we got lucky we we both got a car the same day we went and looked so bikes are the same way they're they're on the floor they're selling
1: yeah i think but i think that's really what it just comes down to is man everybody runs their business the way they want to run their business you know yeah yep. i mean I've, I've done the same thing you know and it's and not not dealing with motorcycles just other stuff it's yeah. It also nope,
3: depends on what the dealers around you do, I think. Cause like here, the dealers the two that we have do not cut deals. So you'd have to leave and go somewhere else to find a deal. So I think I mean, that yeah.
1: <clears throat> yeah, that's part of it. I mean, right? It's competition. You you're yeah, if your competition's doing one thing and then you're you've gotta you've gotta do something better. If they're not, then you don't need to raise the bar as much.
3: Yeah, exactly. I don't know. That that's a tough question.
1: Give us something else.
3: Give us something we know about.
5: (laughs) So here's one from dever Cracer. I think he's new to the Discord. I'm not really sure how to pronounce this. I apologize.
4: Deep
1: Crevice? Deep that'll work. Deep Crevice. No, (laughs) no, it's not
4: Deep Crevice. (laughs) Jesus Christ.
1: We just lost another one. God damn it, Tony.
5: (laughs) Deep Crevice asks, What is the coldest temperature you have ridden in? Fifty five. It goes
1: to Ryan. It goes to Ryan. Yeah, oh. Ryan wins.
2: I hey, I did ride. I think it was like 32, 30, 35. Try. How cold has it been, Ryan? For you,
0: uh, my coldest is twenty seven air temperature, ah. not to include the wind chill. Twenty seven is probably the coldest I've ever. Right, so, why,
1: why how why do you do that? Because I have I have a hard rule. I won't. And it's, it has nothing to do with, like, I can't ride in the cold. It's just I will not ride if it's under 32.
0: Below freezing, yep. Yeah.
1: It's, nice. It's, ha, why are you comfortable with that?
0: Um, so this is – well, it's not a bad question. So last spring is when I did it, um, and it's because I hadn't ridden in months. We had, a, we had a melt-off, so everything melted, essentially. So all our roads were melted and dry. And then we just had one of those days where it was, where it was sunny out, but it was cold. So the roads were perfectly dry. There was no snow. There was no ice on the roads. Um, And the only reason I even attempted or rode that in that temperature was because I had heated gear on. I normally would have never ridden in that type of temperature or that type of cold weather. Um, But I had heated gear to keep me warm. And um, there wasn't any possibility of ice on the road because the roads had melted off and dried and so there was no ice on the road so that you know but to percy's point riding below freezing is really not a great idea because you just never know when you could hit that ice pot that ice patch that you can't even see what's actually not even not
1: even 32 right because i mean if you know it could be you know 37 degrees outside and you hit a bridge right that's that's going to be frozen Because of the, you know, I rode that fucking
3: street Bob home in January when I bought it. And it was like, it was in the high thirties. And that was the longest fucking 15 miles I ever went in my life. (laughs) I mean, man, it was freezing. Were you wearing your t-shirt? No, I had everything I had on, man. I had leather jacket. I had everything and going. It wasn't bad because the slim had the, the, the fairing. Right. So it wasn't awful. But coming back on that street bob with no fairing, I thought I was going to die. Hmm. It was freezing. It was awful.
2: What's well, hmm. the coldest that you would prefer to ride in? Like, not the coldest you have, but the coldest that you will go out and ride for a while. I
3: think, like, the high 40s. Because you can go out in the high 40s and, and still maintain some sort of comfort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but
0: well,
2: let, any, well let me...
3: anything below that is just it, it gets miserable especially once when you get cold once when you get cold you can't recover
0: oh, well and that's yeah. and that's yeah. part of the reason why i bought heated gear because last spring when i had the full heated gear we had a day where we all went out and it was like tony said in the in the 40s it was actually low 40s i think it was 42 we rode 220 miles that day and it just that's... and it was it was 42 degrees and probably a 25 mile an hour wind it, at the, by the end of the ride, honestly, it wasn't enjoyable anymore because it was so windy and it yeah. was cold. But, you know, when you haven't ridden, because, like, my riding season is just about over. So I will probably maybe get one or two more rides in and my riding season will be over. Okay. I won't ride again until March. So all of November or, you know, most of November, all of December, January, February, and usually most of March. We typically don't get out until April. The last couple of years, we've had early melt-offs and we've been able to get off, get out by the second week of March. So, I mean, you're talking about, you know, three to four full months, sometimes five full months without riding.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I think the, the other thing that kind of plays into answering your question, <clears throat> Nappy, um, is that uh, <laughs> it, it depends on what, what's the intent behind the riding, right? So, like, yeah. I, would, I would not go out to ride for fun. But uh, you know, if it's like thirty seven degrees or whatever, but my preference when I leave the house is always to get on a bike. So I my first question is there a reason for me not to ride? Like to work. Gotcha. Right. And and to take the car. Uh and yeah. I'll I will definitely tolerate a lot more coolness, you know, if it's just a commute back and forth to work. But I I wouldn't go out and ride for fun and like thirty four.
3: Well, because it's not yeah. fun when it's no, cold it's not. There.
2: I put my twelve-inch uh, handlebars on this past February, and that's the only reason I went out is because it because I put them on and out. And Jared goes, "So are you gonna test ride it?" And I was like, "Hell yeah!" And I went and put all of my gear on. Um, hang actually- on, hang,
1: hang hang on. Did you installed your own bars? Yeah. We need nice. to talk about this. Yeah. Uh, well, that's my first question. Why did you do it by yourself?
2: <laughs> well, Jared tells me what was me. the experience like. Jared helped me. Um, We, I did it on my own because it didn't seem like it was going to be all that difficult and it was saving me a lot of money. Uh, We, it was going to cost like twice as much to have a dealership do them. Um, So for mine, we had to run a new brake cable or uh, yeah, brake lines and a new clutch cable. Um, honestly, um, uh, we watched a YouTube video on like the basic steps for things to look out for. Um, and I don't know, it wasn't too bad. The worst thing we did was there's a little tiny metal piece that like holds the clutch cable in down in the house. And I didn't realize that. And so we dropped it in there and then had to fish it out. So if you're changing your clutch (laughs) cable, don't do that. It's not fun.
3: No, it's not. That and you got those little brass ferrules on your throttle cable too. On a sporty. Yep. You lose that thing, you're fucked.
2: And then we ran some of the wiring uh internal to the bars too which on it that wasn't too bad either jared found a way to fish them through so it looks nice and clean which but
4: attention
0: attention all new riders out there we're talking to marvelous maverick moto who's been riding for two years and put new handlebars on her own bike so if you haven't wrenched on your own bike i want you to (laughs) let, let let go of your own wiener right now and get out there and learn how to do something on your bike
2: I wasn't even trying. I just, you know, part of the yeah. reason I did it too, Percy, is because I've i always wanted to be able to work on like my car or motorcycle or whatever vehicle. Um, like I went to school for engineering and I've always had an interest in, in mechanical devices. So um, Jared is less nervous than I am. He's more risk-taking. So that's why I did it. Like I had him there with me so that he he really builds up my nerves and gets me to a place where I'm like hell yeah I can do this on my own. So. What's the
1: worst could happen?
2: Exactly, I'm learning <laughs> like that fall more off and while more. While you're riding down the road. Well, no, the worst <laughs> could happen is
3: you get fucked up and you have to take it and have somebody fix
4: it.
1: Right. Yeah. You know? I
2: mean, you're not spending any more at that point because maybe yeah.
0: I'll be the first person to admit I took the bars that controls all the wiring and everything off my bike and then I sent Tony a bunch of pictures and I said, Holy fuck, what did I just do? <laughs> and I got, the, I got the phone call about three minutes later and he's like yeah it looks pretty fucked up doesn't it? And I'm like I don't know if I can ever get this back together it all goes back together really. it all goes back together it's way simpler than I mean we like to overcomplicate things but motorcycles are not as complicated as we'd like to think they are
3: it's yeah. a fucking bicycle with a motor on it I mean it's not very complicated it's true well, some of the newer ones are with all the computers and shit but no, no. yeah
5: overall they're pretty simple so here's one from Squanch. He wants to know the five year plan for Five Dirty Bikers.
4: Mm.
3: Fuck. That's a I little can't question. I not think of the five
4: day plan. <laughs> I, <wish you laughs> no, five to... years. I know what step, step one is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's
2: step year, one? Is year, year one goal probably more like three month goal is find your fifth person.
4: Oh, she's so right. smart. Look at that. Yeah, look, look at that. the brain on this
5: one. Wow, just
2: throwing it out there.
5: Yeah, we're just yeah. we just take this one day at a time. Actually, we don't really plan <laughs> too far in the future, which I mean might be a good idea considering <laughs> you know, we're, we're we're going on this uh, what almost For three years, and half, two and a half mm-hmm. years, yeah, so. two and a half years. Well, yeah. but in
1: order in order to do that, we have to have a sustained. Professional discussion that lasts more than three seconds. This, this, this is the problem. This is the problem. I,
3: that doesn't happen. Whenever we try to have discussions, they always go off the rails pretty quick.
4: Yep.
0: I'll 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 help squanch here. I'll tell you this. We have a plan. It's not hammered in stone, but it is a plan of what we would like to happen to our podcast. It's not a five-year plan, but it is a plan of what we would like to happen. Right. So squatch, I need you to do something for me. I need you to get out and tell all of your friends, and then for them to tell all of their friends and tell all of their friends about the Five Dirty Biker Podcast because we want to do what we did last year again next year, which is to continue to grow and to build our content and to build our brand, and uh, and we're all in it. We're all, we're all in it for the long haul. I mean, I think that that's you know if you want to know the truth of it you know we're all friends good friends we're not quitters god damn it and we're not we're not fucking quitters <laughs> and uh, you know and and that's that's the that's the truth of it have we ever sat down and done a professional 5 year plan no but do we really want to grow our podcast and make it into something you know bigger than all of us which we've already done it's the podcast is way bigger than than all of us by ourselves so, you know, we, but we want to continue to do that. We want it to grow into, you know, as big as we can get it. I mean, I don't, I don't think that we have, you know, we're not going to say, Hey, you know, this is enough. We don't want to go any further than that. We would like to see this thing really take off and become something. I'd like to see thousands of people at FDBM. Mm-hmm.
4: Yes. That'd be pretty cool. I was that so would be about that. Yep.
0: Yeah. That would be uh, yeah. absolutely beyond our wildest expectations. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No. So I, there I you go, Squanch. Would.
1: You didn't know yeah. it, but you are our five-year plan, Squanch. <laughs> yep. You just heard it from <laughs> mine. You
0: just became it.
1: But let's try to do it in a month. To
3: get to <laughs> we, we like shit. I can't even talk. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking lost it.
0: Mm. Mm.
5: Here's one from Mr. Deep Freeze Bob, another FDBM. He's a nerd. white walker. He is. Yes, he, he is. is. He's yeah. one of the white walkers. Yes, he is. And a hell of a nice guy.
2: And he's yes, a newer he rider too, I believe.
5: Yes. He is, yep. Best tips for winter storage. I have heated shop, but what to do, change fluids before winter or after, et cetera. I'm going to say change your fluids before you put your bike away. That way you've got nice, fresh oil in your bike that's sitting all winter. Get all that crap from riding season that you got from the oil being in there all riding season out get the fresh stuff in that way when you pull out in the spring you're good to go then always I'd, keep a full
3: gas tank in the, in the winter and some, yep.
5: Stabilizer. Yep. And some stabilizer yeah I try,
0: I try to change my fluids every other day you know
3: <laughs> but no if you <laughs> don't have a full tank of gas even with stabilizer in it you get condensation in your tank then you can get and rust
0: can develop from inside yeah, the tank. And rust, but if your tank is full you won't
3: condensate
0: also, for anybody who doesn't know up here, Bob, and you should know that is, or you should know this, is that um, big temperature changes, because your bike is all metal, a big temperature change, you can get moisture that, that can build up on your bike and can create rust on any of your your bolts and that kind of stuff. So make sure you put away a bike that's completely and totally dry, and even if you just throw an old sheet over it, it keeps dust off it, but it also keeps moisture from building up on your bike. I- even in a heated garage. So it's also
3: mm-hmm. a perfect time to build up that 10, 15 coats of wax.
0: That's what Tony that likes need. to do. He mm-hmm. likes to, yeah. he likes to, he polishes a lot of things, smokes his meat and polishes metal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and around here, I like to call it the winter mod season. So if you have plans of anything you want to do on yeah, your bike, it's a great time to work on. Exactly. Them. I do not do any modding on my bike in the summertime. I mod my bike in the wintertime. So I can ride the piss out of it in the summertime.
5: Yep. I'd also recommend a battery tender. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, battery yes. tender. Yeah, Don't go out and start it once a week because that's bad on your engine.
4: Yeah. Bad, bad, and, bad. And
3: it's also, as funky as it sounds,
0: those little plastic pucks under your kickstand. Yep.
3: Will help with oh, your yeah, battery, those. too. Yeah.
4: And if
0: you can, if you absolutely can, even if you go buy one of those uh, square... Um, what are those jacks called, Tony? The square, just the square jacks.
1: The lift? You mean like a little lift? It's it's the, the ones that
0: little... it's the ones that you can use like a, a little
3: jack. a little scissor, a little yeah, scissor jack. like a little
1: yeah.
0: scissor, scissor jack. Yeah, you can use a scissor jack and get if you can use a scissor jack and you can place your bike in a position to get all your wheels off the ground. It takes the compression off yeah. of your um, shocks, and uh, that's not bad for it either. And it gets your tires off the ground. Uh, The other thing I would do is if your car is your, if your bike is parked in a garage, if you can put something under the tires, so they're not sitting on cement. Mm -hmm. I park mine actually on carpet is what I, I have mine on a, on a rug and I, and I cover it up. So
5: I have a rubber mat that came, that was in my garage when I moved into this house and I park on that every day.
3: And also if you work on your bike, a little remnant of carpet underneath the bike, it can be a savior because oh, if you drop yeah. a fucking nut it doesn't ping shoot across the fucking garage or you'll never find it it Just lands soft yeah, it just lands yeah. softly right there and you can do
1: it. Do you, it right do you right. have that problem where your nuts go ping across the <laughs> every
2: now and again? Just
1: dropping nuts all over the garage. Just dropping
0: nuts all over the what's garage. That on, what's that on you're... the
1: floor? Oh, Tony dropped a nut. Tony, your nuts
0: your nuts, nuts ping when you drop them? Sometimes. So they're oh old
1: goodness. and hard already. No, dude. He's super <laughs> rich. They're made out of gold. Oh, he's got those. He's got those
0: gold balls. (laughs) Not just old balls. He's got old gold balls. You know. You
3: know. It's like the gold teeth, but it's like a. What what do they call those fucking things? You're going the
1: wrong. You're going the wrong place, Tony. Don't go there.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The grill. It's for your nuts.
1: You got a nut grill.
5: You got a nut grill.
3: (laughs) It's a nut grill. This, This just keeps
1: getting deeper.
5: That could be its own urban dictionary. It'd be like what she we call said. it. The the gold shot schla- the shot of Goldschlager?
0: The gold schlager. <laughs>
3: <slugger. The> gold schlager. <laughs> gold schlong. Gold schlong.
0: Five dirty biker gold ball. You've won the gold ball award.
1: Oh, we should do that. We should give we that should away at the that. next meetup. Hey,
0: hey that, that's one thing that we actually did discuss was uh awards next year at our at our meetup for uh you know, I think it's something that'll throw a little interest. You know, we do some voting for best bike and for this trip besides just for this trip. Cause we've done that every year, but like, a do a vote best bike and then like, a um, do like a, uh, uh, people's choice, best bike and, you know, all those kind of things. I think it would yeah. be fun. Add a little interest to it, but anyway, that's a good question for, off topic. For,
1: uh, well, actually I don't think it is though, because you know, it's, uh, we're trying to get different perspective, right? Mm-hmm. So the marvelous Maverick, what's, uh, what's your take on that? What are, what are some, do you have any ideas of stuff we could add in, um, at the Ooh, I'd have to... that would be of interest. I'd if you say Chippendales, you, you can want. fuck off.
4: <laughs>
1: Kim
0: might like
4: it.
1: <laughs> Kim might dance.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, bring your ones, fellas. Bring your ones.
0: <laughs> one's oh not gonna God. do it.
4: As long
3: as Kim doesn't bend over and the little dick <laughs> falls out of her dress. <laughs>
5: Time to show the goat. I to <laughs> go.
3: I
2: feel like there was a lot of people that wanted to do more, like like small rides or just like little get-togethers. So I don't know if that's something that can, I, I know that's harder to incorporate, but that might be something to think about.
3: It is. We were trying to encourage everyone to do their own little meetups and rides, uh, because honestly, we're kind of preoccupied. Yeah. Getting stuff lined up and ready to go. You could, but yeah.
2: We could ask people in the group, like, <laughs> if you know that there's people attending, maybe there'd be like some volunteers to kind of, cause I think a big thing is people, maybe they're not sure who to reach out to, but if there was like a sign-up sheet, they would probably sign up. So maybe people could volunteer.
1: Well, let me, no. let me ask you this because I think one of the, one of the things that I think we were missing from the very first Midwest moto meetup, um, was the 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 camping aspect that first year created a lot of opportunities right yeah. For all of us to get together and stuff and we didn't have that this year as a young female writer, um what's your take on that would i mean oh. if we were to have like a camping aspect to that maybe a, a campground somewhere near where people could, yeah. could camp? i would out. totally
2: do that i've seen there's a lot of different groups that do that like already too is they have campsites or they have um, even if it wasn't a camp camping, but it was like cabins or something, you know, if someone didn't want to bring a tent, but they could stay in a cabin, that'd be awesome. I bet.
5: I'd love to have another meetup here at pure Marquette, but just have Fuck something. that man, not on that but, road. But, dude. But, but, yeah, man. I, some, fuck that. No, 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 no. We, we, we wouldn't go all the way back there. We either stay up front by the highway in the camping ground or those cabins right by the hot end lodge
1: for telling that me that fuck was, that was a lot,
4: lot of shit. <laughs>
1: That, but that was a lot of fun, just, a, you know, impromptu hanging out, hanging out around the campfire. Yeah. No, that you know,
4: that
3: you know. was a, a lot of fun. We tried to, I mean, I looked all over to try to find something like that here. And the closest I found was a place, but it was, you know, we had to pre-book it and it was like three grand to do it.
4: And, yeah.
1: Yeah. But Britt, I mean, as a young female solo writer, you would feel cool with that you'd feel comfortable yeah doing something
2: like that. i thought about going to um uh the babes ride out event in i think that was in new york um I, I since i had never done a long ride that's the only reason that i didn't try to sign up for some other events this year was because i wasn't confident in myself but now that i've gone on like a trip with someone else and i know i could ride 200 miles like in one shot it wouldn't be as big of a
1: deal for me. Yeah, I tried to do that Babes Night Out thing. That didn't work. <laughs> yeah. You have, you they have they an didn't let him appendage.
2: in. They, they, they didn't even, like, Kimoto I, couldn't, I couldn't.
1: I couldn't get in. <laughs> they definitely
0: did not in. let Kim Moto in. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> right?"
2: <there?"> <laughs> <laughs> she tried to. <laughs> That's
0: right. I'm like, hey, listen, don't judge. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: okay. All right, so How about uh, Suburban America? This,
1: I'm, I'm going, are you going, we're going, right?
0: We're going FDB is going to be there. We have to reach out to Sandoval. Tony has to reach out to Sandoval.
3: How the hell did I get recommended for this? this
1: Seriously. It was when you had internet problems. I'll do it. I'll do it. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's, that's, I'm excited about that. So, so Brittany, there's, we we have to ask, this is the five dirty bikers, (laughs) right? (laughs) So tell us your best dirty joke.
2: Oh, that I'm terrible at jokes. This could be a problem. Nobody, nobody can come
1: up with a joke on command. Sure they can.
2: (sighs) I do know one. There you go. I got I don't know if I'll get the punchline right. I'll just, I'll just do my best to get it right. And if I get it wrong, oh, well. Um,
3: It will be better than some of the stuff we've had to deal with. I guarantee you that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
2: I'm pretty sure this is how it goes. What did the leper say to the hooker?
1: Oh boy.
0: What did the leper say to the hooker? Yep. Hmm. Oh man, what they can't well, be know. good. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you wanna hear it?
0: Yeah. Of course we do.
2: You can keep the tip. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, that one good. was actually pretty that's good. good that was pretty great.
2: Good. I think that's the only one you I got, know, but that's
3: it's that's probably
0: because it's so
2: good. Yeah,
5: that oh. one was pretty good. Tony has good. facepalled, everybody. That's right. Yeah. And now, when
2: my now, if my family listens to this, they're gonna be like, "Oh God, my man, what God, did she get into."
5: Can
1: keep yeah. the tip and the gold ball. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: can, buy, tip, can I buy? Can I buy a shot of
0: Goldschläger and gold? <laughs> Did you say Goldschlanger? Yes. It's now been it's now been renamed Goldschlanger. That's Ryan's favorite. He
3: takes it right off the teat.
4: That's
0: <laughs> that's that's Kim's favorite. Tony. She she likes the Goldschlanger. Uh, well, that's that's it for
5: the Discord questions. Everybody, thank you for submitting your questions this week. If you want to join the Discord, it is fucking free. Go over to Five Dirty Bikers. Com, click the link on the home page, it'll get you where you need to go. Also, head over to five dirty bikers.com and check out our new merch. Yes, yes. we were just and- talking about cold weather riding earlier. You're gonna need them hoodies if you live up here in the north. Yes. And if you
0: feel like supporting Five Dirty Bikers, you can go to our website, www.fivedirtybikers.com, and hit on our patron button. And You can feel free to subscribe to our Patreon where you get. Free access, early access to our podcast episodes, and we will be, when I say we, I mean Percy and I, will be working on adding value to all of our patrons to our um, for, for this next season. So if you're wondering about our five-year plan, we do have a few-month plan. Percy and I are going to be adding some value, working on... I, I don't want to see. I don't want to eliminate anybody from that process. But it's Percy and I's job to add value to our our patrons. You can eliminate me. So. I don't. I don't care.
1: Well, and uh, we, we and... will be selling uh, <laughs> photographs of uh, kid, Kim Moto. Kim Moto. Yeah. Yeah. So. And
0: provocative poses. Right. Yeah. Autograph photos of Kim Moto. So with, with, with lipstick print. <laughs> <laughs> Bearded Stump, lipstick print. Something print. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Also a mushroom stamp. Oh, that goes on
1: the envelope.
0: <laughs> it's, like, it's like a wax imprint sealing. What is it that? A German war helmet?
1: <laughs> oh my
4: god.
3: Oh, you probably stop that recording. Dustin. Yeah, no kidding, man. That can't make the podcast.
4: <laughs> mm.
5: So Brittany, before we leave. This show, let everybody know where we can find you because you are on YouTube and you are on the socials.
2: Yes, I am. So it's under marvelous.maverick.modo, and that's on Instagram and YouTube.
0: Nice. Brittany, what, what are your subs right now? Do you know?
2: I, I want to say I have 86 YouTube followers and 200 plus Instagram.
0: Listen. This is some bullshit right now. Oh. I call bullshit on this. <laughs> I need everybody that listens to FDB to get your asses out there and sub to Brittany's YouTube channel and follow her on Instagram. This is some bullshit. Get out there and follow her on her social media and on, our, on her social accounts. I call bullshit on that. At for least
3: sure. get that first hundred because after the first hundred, it gets a, it gets a little easier. You know, oh, I would
2: love it, it, to get to yeah, hundred. It yeah.
1: doesn't make sense to me because she's so active in the Discord. Yeah. Right? What what's up with people in the Discord that they aren't out uh support? I'm calling them out right now. I'm gonna call out
0: everybody on the Discord in about two minutes when we get done here. Why? Why I'm are gonna you gonna so
1: aggressive, Ryan?
0: I've he's, uh, I'm he's angry. I I, <laughs> I, I, very I got angry. I drank two beers and I peed. Now the anger is <laughs> <receptive>. set <laughs> 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 You've been ragging
1: on
3: Kim all night. He's pissed. right.
4: Kim is pissed.
3: Kim's on the rag is rather that's more like it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <No, laughs> that can't make the pod. All right, I'm going to end, 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 end the broadcast before it gets even out, more out of control.